0: is in the know for monday january 23 the 23rd day of 2023 there are 342 things left in the here. good morning mb guiding you through in the know at k105 on field's country station 1039 the moose live online at k105.com via the apple and android smartphone app using the soundcloud itunes or spotify podcast on facebook subscribe to us on youtube and uh, we're on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? <laughs>
1: I'm okay.
0: It was a uh, late night at the Magic Kingdom last night. Oh. Did you gather why from any of the groups that you participate in?
1: Uh, no, but yeah. you saw how busy I was.
0: Yesterday was the last day for Splash Mountain in its present hey. incarnation. And Disney has a policy that if you're in line when the park closes, you are permitted they will clear the line. And so everyone lined up at closing time to be some of the last to be able to ride the iconic Uh, Attraction in the Magic Kingdom, so Splash Mountain being reimagined. It's going to have a uh, Princess Tiana. It's going to have a Princess and the Frog type of theme to it. But you happen to have like a three quarter length. You have a hoodie that is is Splash Mountain. Hang on to it. Oh, I will because those are collectors' items, like the merchandise going for a lot of money. So make sure you hang on because there's no more new memorabilia like that merchandise. I mean,
1: I'm excited about the the Tiana, mm-hmm. but I love Raw Rabbit. Yeah, like since a, I was a kid. Yeah, that so. entire
0: that entire attraction was always a good one to me. Hate to hate to see it go. Yeah. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the. Globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Washington County. Hey, Sam Gormley and the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Rob. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. We'll talk about the game you want to talk about uh, later on in the segment, but I first need to know: Are you daydreaming about a trip to Arizona in just less than three weeks? My friend and I were looking at
2: prices yesterday. Yeah. And uh, the cheapest ones we could find were five grand a piece.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's kind of comparable. Mm. Vivid Seats reports the average cost of a ticket to the Super Bowl mm. is fifty nine eleven, and the cheapest seat will set you back forty so, uh, mm. four eighty nine. So about forty four hundred dollars. Not to mention flights, and or you'd have to drive well, and we, sleep in your car. And
2: we did find two tickets, uh, fifty yard line, four rows up. It would have only dropped us $62,000 a ticket. I was going to say, 50-yard line, four years
0: up. I mean, you're basically sitting on the bench at that point. You yeah, know, when you're that, then you're only, that, you're that so, close.
2: and I did find it appreciative. The fees on it were sixteen thousand dollars <laughs> oh, a yeah,
0: ticket. It's by a percentage, uh-huh. you know, rather so than flat So it's just kind of
2: funny that the fees were a, a new car.
0: What a what a racket <laughs> uh, that is! Uh, today, let's get it. Let's get the weather out of the way, and we'll get back to big weekend and sports coming up. Uh, we're gonna see cloudy skies today. We I don't know if it is at the moment, but looked out about twenty minutes ago, and it was snowing. It didn't just look like a flurry; it looked like snow shower. Uh, for a brief uh, for a brief few minutes. But now we're back to just kind of cloudy conditions. We'll see a high of 40 today, mostly cloudy, 29 tonight, 48 tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll feel not as pleasant as it did on Saturday. Like our high Saturday was about 48, but we had an abundance of sunshine, so it was kind of a nice day. Tomorrow it'll be warm, but going to have a mixture of uh, clouds and sun. 100% chance of precipitation on Wednesday, and it may be both kinds. You may get a combination of the, uh, get a combination of, uh, some snow flurries and some rain. And then, uh, at least it will be in the forties at some point in time, but we'll f- see falling temperatures throughout the day on Wednesday, then Thursday, uh, 36, 40 on Friday. And then your Saturday looks pretty good again, about 48 and we'll see uh, a high of uh, 48 and about a 10% chance of rain on Saturday. So all in all though, the foreseeable forecast doesn't look particularly wintry. And each day we get further into the winter, you know, it's spring, spring is on the way. It was odd to see uh, snow in Louisville yesterday. So if you watch Louisville television stations, you saw they had, you know, their roads were, their streets were covered mm-hmm. for a while yesterday morning. And people out driving in the snow and we just, you know, had a few rain showers. So it shows you what a difference a few miles can Few miles can make uh, another mass shooting, a couple of mass shootings over the weekend nationally. Uh, one of them being in Monterey Park, California. A 72 year old man had um, attacked a ballroom dance club event during the Lunar New Year celebration. You know, that, that headline could be misleading when someone says that a dance club, you know, so, someone shot up a dance club. Like, well, we've seen those be obviously be targets. But this is a ballroom dance club, and it was a bunch of you know, older Americans that were, uh, that were there and took the lives of, uh, I think, uh, 10 people or so. And the uh, gunman is uh, no longer walking and breathing among us. So the, there were no exact ages of the victims, but they all appeared to be over 50 years of age. So I, I, it's just no more senseless killing and, and violence the FBI uh, and President Biden's private attorney also continued the search of his home and produced yet another round of classified documents that were found, some going back to his Senate days, some from his time in the Obama administration as vice president. But uh, it seemed like another day I found another another group of these, and they just keep deflecting and saying it's no big deal. So I, don't, I don't know if it'll turn out to be a bigger deal than it is or not. But that does kind of dovetail into uh, if you think you've seen a lot of Jamie Comer recently, just be prepared to see even more because in his uh, his prominence on uh, his House committee and, and leadership, you know, he basically is uh, in charge of uh, these investigations and and how much time will be spent on those. But it did, uh, I did, it did occur to me this morning. that uh, Jamie Comer is surely the only congressperson, man or woman. Whose district is shaped like his or her first initial, mm-hmm. right? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I bet no one else. I bet no one else can brag brag that. You know, it's kind of shaped like a J and, or a uh, C on its side. <laughs> yeah, it's good. or yeah, his last initial either one. It kind of mm-hmm. resemb- resembles both. A special prosecutor from Hardin County has been appointed to assist three Nelson County murder investigations. The Kentucky Attorney General's Office has appointed Hardin County Commonwealth's Attorney Shane Young to help in the investigations into the deaths of Crystal Rogers, her father Tommy Ballard, and Bardstown Police Officer Jason Ellis. Young, who was selected the state's top Commonwealth attorney in 2015, will coordinate with the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Kentucky and the Attorney General's Office in prosecuting in the three high-profile murder cases. This makes all of us wonder, does this mean arrests are imminent? You know, we've been through a period of time where we haven't heard a whole lot of information since they did, since investigators did follow-up searches in Nelson County. The fact, is this just, is this part of the natural progression in the process? Or is this, they're just going ahead and doing this to make it look like things are moving (laughs) forward? I don't know, but I hope it means arrests are imminent.
2: If if you can do that, you can maybe even read it even further into and remember that Brooks Houck, who's been the one suspect, what was his brother's job?
0: He was a police officer, wasn't he?
2: So what would maybe the Commonwealth attorney have to do? Mm, yeah. So, again, if you're wanting to read even further into that, that the, the <laughs> Nelson County Commonwealth attorney presumably has at least some relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, small community like ours yeah. has uh-huh. got you know, I mean, to be close proximity to one like another. It's not like
2: they go have apple juices together on the weekends, but mm-hmm. they very well have run into one another in the courtroom before.
0: Yeah. So, now, I
2: don't think that the brother is a police officer anymore, but still, right. small community and
0: well, so on. I hope it means progress. I mm-hmm. hope it's not just, uh, well, let's let's find a prosecutor or let's do, and, and by assigning it to someone outside the area, maybe it's a little different perspective, so that would be okay with me. A Glasgow High School student suffered a drug overdose on Friday morning at school. The school was placed on lockdown soon after 8 o'clock Friday after a female student overdosed. That's according uh, members of the Barron County Board of Education had confirmed the student uh, had overdosed. I also saw uh, it was either Thursday or Friday. Edmondson County High School went on a lockdown for a short period of time while state police brought in uh, canine. Uh, units to do, I presume, a big mass drug search uh, on campus there, but they They locked the doors and brought in investigators. They would do that at my high school, Um,
2: where they would would just walk through the halls and sniff the lockers and everything. And
1: I'm proud to say that they did not find anything. They did not? When I was in high school, I mean, it was a (laughs) regular occurrence. For yeah, I don't want to say it was. The they drug would dogs to They would in. do
2: it a couple of times a year, usually.
0: Yeah, um, it, um, but it, it,
1: the school was clean. It
0: happened. Route, it, it happened, you know, with some semi-frequency during my school days. But the the one of the things I'm proud to tell you is we had no idea what lockdown was. You know, in school. I mean, yeah. we know. Okay, everybody stay in school, but we didn't have to worry about lockdowns. In uh, yeah, see, I don't think we ever did. When I was in 19, high school, twenty seven, when I went to school.
1: If you drove to school, well, they were even allowed to uh, walk the dogs around your vehicles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't just lockers or persons. It was if you drove to school, your vehicle was subject to and.
2: Right, you didn't really need to lock down a one room schoolhouse, though, right?
0: No, they just they had oh, all the exits really? had all the exits covered. <laughs> no, that was not that was to him, uh, not to you, and the. Uh, and our Conestoga wagons—you couldn't <laughs> lock them up. You could—they could just—they could just, could just turn the dog ah. loose. Uh, speaking of state police troopers, will soon be outfitted with body-worn cameras. The body cameras will be distributed to approximately 780 <laughs> sworn personnel. Back in November 2021, Governor Bashir first announced his plans for a 12.2 million dollar investment to purchase the integrated video recording system to improve public safety and so they will be rolling that out I we,
2: this is already that hadn't already been done
0: yeah i know it's it is kind of hard to believe you they're pretty common you know you see them uh, on lots of people and the justice system has come to rely upon them obviously things that we know that we wouldn't have known thanks to them and it's not just as simple as you know it's not just as simple as handing out cameras the cameras are one thing you hand them out and go here you are but they got to be charged They've got to be offloaded. The data has to be archived, housed. It has the chain of custody.
2: Like in the era of technology we're at, that can't be too difficult.
0: Uh, it's not that there is. it needs to be also
2: something that the minute that they go on shift, it's on. And then when they're off shift, it's off. There shouldn't be an on and off button on it that they can easily switch on and off. And I'm not saying that that's the case for many, but it still should not be an option.
0: Do you want a shot of the valve on the urinal?
2: Huh? Yeah, but you get what I'm saying
0: by that. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, it is not as if they're inventing fire in this case because it's been done by forces everywhere. You know, there there are forces around the globe that are using this. But it is, if you think about some of us have a hard time keeping our storage cleaned up on our device. You know, it's like constantly trying to offload stuff, et cetera. Multiply that by infinite and... It's not just also as simple as well, we'll download these when we can or we'll put them up in the cloud. They're also chain of custody issues because while it's good, it is wonderful to have this information. If you can't verify that it is accurate, that it has been protected, et cetera, you're only setting yourself up for enterprising defense attorneys down the road to go, Ah, yeah, but, and so they got to make sure that they got all the bumps in the road ironed out. But I do agree with Sam. It does seem like your leading law enforcement organization in the state would have been at the forefront of doing this. Rather the than kind of sheriff's office has them. That, I know that exactly. there's
2: not as many deputies as KSP, but there's more money.
0: They're not 780.
2: I think I don't think the sheriff has S- quite that many. Slightly
0: less than uh-huh. that. A vendor collecting taxes for the state of Kentucky accidentally collected twice from more than seven thousand accounts on Wednesday. The Department of Revenue spokesperson, uh, Jill Midkiff called the problem a technical glitch. The department has instructed private vendor Kentucky Interactive to identify the source of the glitch so that it does not happen again. They also said they would compensate anyone for overdraft fees that they incurred. Kentucky Interactive, which manages the agency's online tax payment system, duplicated 7,881 electronic tax payments but was able to void 5,355 of them before they were processed. Uh, There was – yeah, I can see where that would be a problem. So uh, businesses have these tax accounts that basically – are escrowed in some way. So when you do your uh, estimated sales tax payment or whatever, you put it over here in this pile. And then there's an online system. There's a, um, there's a, a, a proctor, if you will, who comes along and then grabs your funds based upon what you filed and takes them out of there. Well, if you double dip on those and the only thing that you're putting in that account are your estimated sales tax payments, and then they go in there and they grab twice that amount, my guess is there's not the extra headroom in there to... Um, handle that, and so it creates a downstream problem for apparently around 7,000 businesses or so. Two Kentucky congressmen will lead a congressional caucus formed more than a decade ago to promote policy strengthening the nation's bourbon industry. Republican Representative Andy Barr and uh, freshman Democrat Representative uh, Morgan McGarvey will serve as co-chairs of the Congressional Bourbon Caucus for the 118th Congress. This caucus was formed back in 2009. It's made up of bipartisan, uh, a bipartisan group of members promoting tariff-free trade for American whiskey producers as a top goal for the caucus. American distillers got caught up in a transatlantic f- trade fight during the Trump presidency, causing deep drops in exports to the European Union. You know that was a that was a go after McConnell move by lots of people around the world. say, so, well, how can we hurt McConnell? Well, hurt Kentucky. How do you hurt Kentucky? You hurt Bourbon. And so they have had a rocky road the last few years. Antonio Reeves hit five three-pointers and scored a season-high 23 points as Kentucky beat Texas A&M 76-67 on Saturday and handed the Aggies their first SEC lost to the season. It was a uh, it was a physical game. Lots of uh, bumping and bruising and elbows throwing. And it was good to see the Cats persevere. And they have come a long way in a uh, week and a half. It was nice to see them get to victory.
2: Yeah, I, I obviously didn't get to watch it. We were, we were in Springfield instead. But it's good. I mean, that's a good win. Texas A&M is a solid team. They've been playing really well. You know, they were undefeated in SEC play. And now... Uh, Gosh, I don't even know who do they play this week. And then they got Kansas on Saturday. I know that Kentucky can, plays yeah. Vandy. Tomorrow Vandy, night. that's right. Yeah, in the. Late, so I mean, that's a, that's game. a very winnable game. And then you got a huge one on Saturday. That if you win that, you're back in the tournament.
0: Yeah, you get Kansas at home, mm-hmm. but you know Kansas got swept off their own floor on Saturday. Kentucky ran them off their own mm-hmm. floor last year. I would say the Jayhawks, defending national champs, are looking for uh, some um, some revenge, but. I would imagine it gives Kentucky a little something extra to play for on Saturday, especially coming uh, when it involves their tournament resume, as you mentioned. Uh, good trip to Springfield on Saturday. Yeah, Lady Cougars, 13 three pointers, which I've now it's
2: on my list today to figure out the last time they hit that many three pointers. That's a lot of threes, and they won uh, pretty convincingly over Washington County. They've won four straight now. So that's good, for them. that's good, and they'll try to make it five straight tonight as they host Larue County.
0: Doubleheader on Friday night. The uh, Whitesville Trinity came to town.
2: Yes, it was good. Uh, doubleheader sweep for the Lady Cougars and Cougars. Lady Cougars had snapped, snapped the nine-game district losing streak, and the Cougar Boys took down in our media poll Whitesville Trinity number five. So it was a big win for for the Cougar Boys, and they it was one of those that they pretty much. I mean, they controlled it from the opening tip. Mm-hmm. and uh, it was never, I mean, I think Whitesville Trinity got it done to within about six, but the Cougars really dominated from the opening tip, and it was a good win for them.
0: Ken Hallett get crowned homecoming king? Uh,
2: he was there.
0: I know he was there. That's But he didn't I, get the crown.
2: I don't believe he did. All right. Sorry for him. It was. Uh, in fact, I can say it was Ryan Keyes uh-huh. was the homecoming king, and the homecoming queen now is, is escaping me.
0: Hayden Robinson.
2: He was the prince. He was the prince. I don't think he was the queen. Oh, the queen. <laughs> Princess was <laughs> was Isabel and I can say that. And mm-hmm. the queen, I can't believe I'm forgetting who this was. I'm sorry.
0: Queen Elsa? Mm-hmm. Queen Elsa from Frozen?
2: It was ali Jo Morgan. There it was. Gotcha. There it, I knew it was going to come out at some
0: point. The Eagles put a hurting on the Giants. It wasn't even really a ball game. So the Eagles get to the NFC Championship game. And the second game on Saturday even though a hobbled patrick mahomes for a while didn't look like he needed to be in the ball game especially after Henny did a pretty good job but the chiefs managed to beat the jags 27-20 i hated to see boy, i like watching josh allen and luke fortner play but mm-hmm. i was i agree with somebody who said earlier this morning i hate the jaguars uniforms there's something about their color palette and all mm. it just doesn't appeal That's to me at, at all but um I was I was you know I kinda would have liked them to have won. The Bengals, uh, I guess you're pretty happy after a twenty seven ten. That was an old
2: fashioned butt whooping.
0: It was. I was so I didn't say this out loud, and I would I would presume you thought this or feared this at some point. I feared for Cincinnati that this made for Hollywood, Damar Hamlin story well, see, that, was going to fuel them into this. And it,
2: it did, but it fueled the other team. Yeah, because, I was say,
0: it backfired. Didn't yeah, it?
2: yeah, because I think the Bengals throughout this entire thing have kind of been the, uh, uh, well, I'm trying to think the right word. I mean, the NFL has done bad to them. When they were kind of the good guys, really, on the, during that whole Monday night football situation. Yeah. So now that the Bengals are kind of walking around with big old double birds to, to Roger Goodell and saying, you know, that because they had the neutral site and they were getting that already. And now it's like, well, no neutral site for you because it's it's <laughs> Bengals Chiefs again. And Mahomes better better watch out. Right? I would like
0: to say also thanks to whoever makes the decision on helmet color. Had, had they worn their white helmets yesterday, yes, I wouldn't have been able to see them at all. Uh, because they blended in with the snow uh-huh. already. I mean, they really look like a Bengal tiger uh-huh. out there uh, playing in the playing in the snow. And then, in the fourth game of the weekend, the Forty ers beat the Cowboys nineteen to twelve to advance to the. NFC game. So, I guess I'm okay with these. So, I guess uh, what
2: you got Ricearoni and Philly cheesesteak.
0: Ricearoni and Philly cheesesteak. Skyline chili Skyline chili against Kansas City barbecue. Uh, barbecue at the moment. So, better start getting that Skyline I, ready. I'm actually probably would rather Kansas City sit the year out. We've had a lot of Kansas City barbecue the last few years. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for a menu change. <laughs> Got to get you a break. We'll come back and continue on this Monday. You're on In the Know. Today is Measure Your Feet Day. Remember those weird things they used to have in the shoe store? Those big metal things you put your foot on and you slide that thing down and then slide that thing in. Get the width and the... Mm-hmm. I don't know the last time I had one of those. Pretty much because my feet have been the same size. Yeah, for say. Thirty-five years.
2: For sure. You, have you not had to use one on a layup?
0: I haven't. Um, I have. I think we just you have. Mm-hmm. So typically, say. we just guess at it and go. Yeah, send us those. And uh, only and one time, but send, uh-huh. send it. back. I don't know. They just seem kind of. Can't. Listen, those things were durable. Like when yeah. they laid them around, you they they made made noise when you laid them down. Today is handwriting day. I read a uh, interesting, you know, we've all stopped using handwriting. And I saw a piece, I mean, though, yesterday morning.
2: Do you not write? I mean, I write not a lot, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I but but generally I make quick notes of things, obviously, and uh-huh. I prepare for the show. But I don't sit down and write a note. If you take the amount of correspondence mm-hmm. that I conduct and you put it back into written form. It's about one percent of what I would have to do, less than one percent probably. But I did see this new piece yesterday on TV about a new AI program. It may not, it's new to me, it may not be new to other people, especially students. It's called ChatGPT, and it's artificially it's artificial intelligence driven software where you basically just give it a description of what you want, and it writes your essay for you. Hmm. And so it's it really it's showing up in a lot of classrooms and then they're trying – the people who make this software are now having to come up with ways to put a watermark on it that tests and says this was, cre- this was not created by a human. And so – but part of their belief system though is that you will see educators go back to requiring written essays because – Chat GPT can't do that, mm-hmm. so it's become very common to accept the typed essay. And like, well, to prove that it came I, from I'm, your mind, I'm not even sure I could ever say that I wrote. I uh, that I
2: had a written not not <coughs> counting like for a test uh-huh. or something. I'm not sure that I ever had to physically turn in a written essay.
0: Really? Oh, I did. Uh, that's all we did. You know, that was.
1: Um. It's not well, I mean, we did, and
0: this is not even.
2: But I mean, a joke. There was no other option, though, was there?
0: No, what I had to do was I had to, I had to take a Polaroid into the cave and photograph the cave drawing. Like I wrote my essay in hieroglyphics on the cave wall and then brought my Polaroid camera in and snapped it and then handed it to my teacher.
1: So as far as requiring them to be handwritten, you could still use the software, print it out, and then handwrite it.
0: Yep. There you you go
1: for all those kids who want to cheat.
0: You at least probably are learning. We already knew. You're probably learning a little something in just writing it down. You know, it's Uh the fact that it's going through your mind is probably though. Oh, I I do
1: too. I mean, looking for plagiarism already is uh, a
0: problem.
2: I'm just saying that they have to read the handwriting.
0: Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll put more pressure on handwriting teachers to hold uh-huh. people to a higher—that's not to a, a higher anymore. standard. Yeah, it's it's not. But it'll be. It's one of those, um, you know, using software for you know using technology well, for good. It's like I'm sure Alea will never had
2: to learn how to use to write how to write in cursive, nor should she. Well, I don't think well.
1: she will. I, and I think sh- they I don't, have why done away she? with that curriculum. Um, but I will tell you, and I know it's not the same, as much coloring. So I've been doing coloring pencils with her a lot lately. My hand hurts. So, well, see, you know, I'm so accustomed, which I do. I write quite a bit because I make notes and that kind of thing. But my hand hurts from all those coloring and pencils. See,
2: Mark, you know what I? we have the issue with. Right oh, there on the dark, side,
0: dark palm. Uh huh. Since we're both the left-handed, mm-hmm. is and it'll, get... it,
2: especially with pen, is it'll, mm-hmm. and then you it's walk right into your next side. class and it's like, what'd you do? Drop your
0: hand in ink? Yeah, it's hard not to. Now I don't. I I I am not a. You know, I, I start at the top and work my way down. I'm not a left person where I and cross see, it. I do. But, but it is a, a hazard of being left-handed is that mm-hmm. you're more likely to brush up against whether it's mm-hmm. pencil. But I had a, that problem a little bit, but not. And see, uh, I, not I, I curl it you yeah. know, when I'm writing, so I have the the mm-hmm.
2: true lefty smear.
0: But I can't, talking about fatigue, I, I can't prepare for a Sunday school lesson before I get to the end and go, Oh, my hand's tired my hand from hurts. just holding yeah. it in that, you know, mm-hmm. like I'll do quick things. Like when I'm preparing for the show, I'll write something down, but then rest of the time I'm holding my pen kind of with an open hand like this where my pen, but to do this mm-hmm. for a long period of time where you're writing and making notes, I go, ow, mm-hmm. I'm not conditioned for that any longer. A school cafeteria worker in Louisiana is accused of selling food containing marijuana. 45-year-old Dimitri Cones, a temporary cafeteria worker at uh, Jules Sumner High School, was arrested on Friday for reportedly selling homemade baked goods laced with marijuana. Authorities in the parish said they were notified through a Crime Stoppers app. That the cafeteria worker was allegedly selling homemade edibles.
1: Listen, I bet she was a popular <laughs> lunch lady. Sloppy Joe, right? Slop, sloppy Joe. Like you want her line.
0: Dan, lunch te- lady. <laughs> you know when they got to the. You yeah. know when Do, they got their to the essays cafe- not very good, and the teachers <laughs> thought. I think it was the teachers that were in her line, uh-huh. you know. But when they came to the cafeteria and saw her, they were all score.
1: Yeah, you know, everybody right? got in her
0: line. <laughs> You want a salad today? No, I'm not having potato bar today. I'm going through her line. Exactly. Cheetos launches a new crunchy, flaming, hot, tangy, chili fusion flavor. Cheetos offers a burst of sophisticated flavor with the introduction of new Cheetos crunchy, flaming, hot, tangy, chili fusion. If you put those in the vending machine at this school, you know, on break about midway through the afternoon, all these would have been ordered out of the machine. Uh, described as being unlike any Cheetos flavor before, new crunchy, flame and hot, tangy chili fusion delivers an intense burst of sophisticated flavor with chili peppers, garlic, ginger, and citrus.
2: Sounds good enough. I, I mean, mean
1: I would try I'm it. just I not a chip person. I guess there are chip people out there that get excited over all these new flavors and stuff. For
0: That's me, also, the biggest... Uh, Doritos does it a little bit, but not at the level that Cheetos do. It's the Chingers. I can't stand the Chingers. You just get it caked on there, and it's like, I don't I have a hard time with it. Hershey's unveils their new 2023 Valentine's Day and Easter treats. <coughs> Hershey's Kisses chocolate-dipped strawberry flavor, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup-shaped gift box, Rolo Creamy Caramels, And Hershey's Milk Chocolate Heart Bars are their collection for Valentine's Day. Easter says uh, Cadbury Rainbow Mini Eggs. So they're fancying up the Cadbury Eggs. Almond Joy Snack Size. Well, what's so special about those? Oh, they're wrapped in pastel seasonal graphics.
2: I'll pass oh, in the Almond okay. Joy anyways. So. I'll
0: take all of your Almond Joy, Sam. Ooh, and slide them over to me. Hershey's Solid Milk Chocolate Eggs Easter Egg-shaped gift box. Reese's Peanut Butter Eggs Easter Egg-shaped gift box. Yeah, sounds like we've had that before. Cadbury Dairy Milk Milk Chocolate XL Bar. And Cadbury Dairy Milk Caramello XL Bar. Bring on Easter. All right. It's coming quicker than we know. When is Easter? Uh, it's a little bit later this like year. It's April
2: uh, 9th or something. It
0: is. Uh, so spring break for Grayson County is so that Tuesday is April fourth. So I think Good Friday is like the eighth. I think Easter is the tenth, something in that range. But spring 9th, April 9th Yeah, spring break and Easter align this year, where Easter is the second weekend of uh, spring break. Drivers dish on their worst pet peeves on the road. Well, I
2: got the answer to that.
0: What is your pet peeve? Oh, turn signals. Turn signal is yours? Without,
2: without use it. It's not hard. Yeah. It, I that, do
0: cheer pee. I, I have done a few of that. Oh, you didn't get a turn signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do that. It's just not. Thing. it's oh, not, bless It's your not heart. hard. You didn't get a turn signal.
2: Especially when you do the whole, like, I am just going to, at the last second, slam on the brakes and hang a right without without mm. hitting it.
0: Yeah. Uh, fast lane camper. Mine. Mm. People that people who just sit there out there. They have no idea anybody's behind them. Mm. They're doing, you know, 60 on the parkway and then expecting everybody to go around them on the right. Mm-hmm. That is my biggest pet peeve. Honey, you got one?
1: I mean, the blinker thing, Yes. Um, But I travel a road uh, once a week where the log trucks really, really bother me. Okay. I can't say it's a pet peeve, but they really bother me. It's a concern. Um, yeah. And, and if you don't know where you're going, like it's clear that you're lost, please find somewhere to pull over and figure out your bearings or get your bearings. It, oh, my goodness gracious.
0: If you want to see if, – if you want to do a test – On who is from out of town and who is not. Go to the square. Just go to the square and sit. Mm. All you got to do is just sit there. You can just pick it out. You go local, 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 frequent traveler, frequent traveler, Mm. out of towner. Right there, you know, out of towner because they have no idea what they're doing. Uh, Okay, so here's, I don't know that this came from, yeah, this is on Reddit. They asked their biggest pet peeve. And one that you wouldn't really necessarily think of, but a person call one person says that people who are trying to be polite are more dangerous than they would ever imagine. The person In certain situations, the yeah. person who stops and lets everyone out mm-hmm. or turn. Mm-hmm. They think they're being helpful and gracious. But really, their lack of intentionality Mm -hmm. is creating a danger for other motorists. And someone said, do not be polite, be predictable. Look, people get stuck in traffic, and you Mm -hmm. get – there are people who try to turn left in our town in areas that I go – you know better than to try to turn left. There are other ways to do this, mm-hmm. South Clinton Street. <laughs> you, like, there are other ways to, do, to go about this. You don't have to sit here and turn left. And if you land yourself in this spot, well, shame on you. You should You should learn and do better. But then when other people start trying to bail them out, their lack of predictability then all of a sudden is creating a danger for the rest of
1: us. Is this at the church? People trying to turn left at the church, at the Catholic church.
0: Uh, that That's one area where people try to be polite there, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it
1: depends on, yeah.
0: If it were a big enough problem, the transportation cabinet and the city would collaborate, mm-hmm. and they'd put in a protected left there. If it were a big enough problem. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it hadn't been that way in my entire lifetime. I don't think we need just you mm-hmm. deciding, but I see people do it. What I
2: just have Dennis Cook stand out there? I mean, he works right there on the corner. Just I have him stand just, out there in direct traffic all If he would day. just
0: get to work a little earlier in the uh-huh. day and then put on – I do want him to put on a reflective vest. Uh-huh. He could just stand am, out there. I am worried about his safety. Get him one of those,
2: like the air, air traffic control the, – the airport thing, mm-hmm. the big orange bar that he can wave around.
0: This is similar. Like this could happen in our town. People who stop in the middle of a roundabout to let cars mm-hmm. enter.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, that bowling green. <laughs> you yeah. know I I think Taylor lives in in that rough
0: area, doesn't she? Yeah. They so you can, have to, you they have can to, sit in their front yard and watch all <laughs> the uh, shenanigans of the roundabout. Oh. Uh,
2: you don't have to if if nobody's in there, don't stop. Just go. That's right. And and also go around the roundabout, don't go through it. I had that happen to me one time. <laughs> Going to going to class.
0: Well, speaking of uh, you, were, we were talking about Larue County, and Hodgesville. You know, they had a problem back before the yeah. Where they back last year, where people are just driving straight through and hitting Lincoln. Yeah, I think they were. Maybe they were under the influence of.
2: I don't think this person was under the influence. Uh, at least I'd hope not. It was like seven seven thirty in the morning.
0: Egg smuggling is on the rise at the U.S. border <laughs> as prices soar. I, oh, I don't my. guess we should be should, should be surprised at this. Uh, but the average cost for a dozen eggs hit four twenty five in December in some states. The dozen are selling for over seven dollars. So, I, what I do looked, you
2: do? I looked I, see i've not seen this at least locally. It was three dollars when I looked it was
0: looked uh, last week well, good for us maybe we're doing it a little bit better. maybe we're not having some of the big problems. Maybe the stores also realize there probably are more people per capita that raise their own chickens mm-hmm. locally. The stores know we got to compete or otherwise people just buy them, you know, from the the person down the street. That could be it. And then the TSA says a passenger packed a rocket launcher in a checked bag. Oh my. This is what concerns me. These people, we are we are traveling around people who think that checking a rocket launcher in a checked bag <laughs> not is okay, right? This is just they're walking among us. It scares me. We're going to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Did you know enough, no. your brain you uses about 20% of your oxygen and caloric intake? Your brain utilizes about 20% of your oxygen and calorie intake. All right. So when you I eat something, it. you can say this. Okay, this one-fifth <laughs> is for my brain. This I one it. fifth. every time you breathe in, <clears throat> okay. Twenty percent of that was for my brain to keep me keep me going. By the way, that share believe song plays a pivotal role in that docu series I was telling you about on Netflix called This Is Pop. There's one about there's one entire episode about auto tune, and. T-Pain is at the middle of the episode, but he says that he remembers the day that he was on a flight with Usher and Usher sat down to him and said, you've ruined music Uh and because you've ruined music for real singers. And so then that launches into, they were using this auto tune. There were singers everywhere in the entertainment industry that were using auto tune. And no one was telling anyone about it. They were trying to keep it a secret, right? They weren't saying, "Oh, we." It's like mm-hmm. airbrushing your your you know photos for the cover of Vogue or whatever. And then Cher used it and turned it all the way up, and it made everybody ask, "What's this effect that Cher is mm-hmm. using on this song?" And she can actually sing. That's right. And so she outed everyone, and then. Come to find out, they started asking. He's like, oh, yeah, everybody's been using this for a long time and blah, blah, blah. Well, I
2: mean, it's not like people don't use filters on their voice. Any- I mean, Peter Frampton.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. But it's a, it was an interesting story because it musically, historically, uh, where auto-tune played a role is pretty neat.
2: Well, and then they had the T-Pain app.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, absolutely. Avatar, The Way of Water, number one at the box office. Puss in Boots, number two. Megan at three. Missing at four. A Man Caught Auto at five. Uh, Saturday Night Live did parodies of Avatar. They did parodies of Megan. Uh, It was not a bad episode. Uh, Of course, they turned it into a Parks and Rec reunion. Amy Poehler Mm -hmm. was on during Weekend Update, and she was on during the monologue. But weirdly, uh, Aubrey Plaza did a fine job. She was a page at NBC before she got into acting. So she actually worked at Studio 8H. So that was part of the monologue. She gave a tour but in a weird, they did. They made fun of the Miss Universe contest. Miss France, France, or whatever. Did you remember that from last week or the week before? No, I
2: miss. I Miss Universe is not usually the Miss my... Universe
0: pageant uh, Contestants were coming out naming their their home country, and they would say like Brazil and like. But then Miss France came out, and she screamed that she sounded like a, a, dying goat. She went like France, and it was awful. So they parodied that. Which which you sound like again? It was, I'm not doing it again. It was hard enough to do the first time, but the judges were actually the Property Brothers and Tony Hawk, and I couldn't figure out like not that's, that's, not that's being portrayed. They were the guys in this skit were actually the two Property Brothers and Tony Hawk, and I so, thought, what correlation do they have to Aubrey Plaza? NBC.
2: Well, I guess does NBC own HGTV? Uh, I
0: don't think so maybe they do it could be owned by Universal but but one of the property brothers is involved with Zoe de correct so I don't know who the other one dates maybe Aubrey Plaza uh, I don't know no
1: he's he's married um
0: he is mm. so anyway it was not it was a pretty it was a pretty good episode it wasn't too bad um Sam Smith performed twice I skimmed right by it it was I could just tell by the looks I was like this is not going to be anything I'm gonna enjoy. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley funeral was over the weekend at Graceland Titanic James Cameron shares why he chose Valentine's weekend for the film's anniversary I mean what is there is there a better he just says because it's a love story that makes that makes perfect sense to me James Cameron would re-release that Blue Ivy Carter is eleven. It didn't seem like Beyonce and Jay-Z just had a baby like two years ago. Mm-hmm. But Blue Ivy Carter and Beyonce hasn't performed in four years. Blue Ivy Carter performed with her mom at a concert in Dubai. Yeah, I heard how much she made for that. Like, Blue Ivy or Beyonce? Uh, well,
2: Beyonce. I think it was like $25 million or something wow. for that performance.
0: $25 million? I think that's,
2: I think that's what I'd, I...
0: Well, they got all the money in Dubai. So uh-huh. it's,
2: it was And it was a private...
0: They can afford it.
2: Invite-only...
0: Sure, I got it. Well, I mean, hey, she probably played some well, you, kids, you know, I cotillion mean, you, you're, or something.
2: You're getting closer and closer to Super Bowl too. Super Bowl halftime.
0: Oh yeah, Rihanna is going to be performing for that. And then we're reading that King Charles coronation is going to be a. Um, it will be a minimized affair. They are going to they're going to reduce the size of the coronation for King Charles later this year. It's only going to be a three day coronation. <laughs> so. It's coronation day. It's coronation day. <laughs> Only a, a three day affair for uh, King Charles. So good, bad. I don't. I don't care. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap it up for the morning. Also, we got to hear about Adele sees Adele. I got to know more. Coming up here on In the Know. MB's right point to ponder for today. So heck? it's award season. Word, if you were to find yourself okay. on stage don't accepting an award, number, no. what would it be for? What are you most likely to accept an award for?
1: Ooh, um,
0: <laughs> most
1: Olson Mercantiles visited.
0: Ooh, yeah. Are you Employ- keeping a call of the month for for them? Maybe, hey, <laughs> okay. maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh. like
1: regional employee of the month. <laughs> regional,
0: I got you.
2: I wouldn't even. Gosh, I have needed to think about it. I don't know. I was, for you, <laughs> it could probably be something KBA related, right? Well, I mean you I, count I, that or I I yeah, thought
0: yeah, yeah. no, no, I was Is that too small? I was going more the self-deprecating route. Uh-huh. Like I would, get, uh-huh. I would get I would like uh, win like the Nobel Prize for being as technical as possible about stuff. Uh-huh.
1: I think my yearbook one um uh, was like worst driver or something. <laughs> Your
0: senior superlative was worst driver. I think so. This is the type of thing I really should have known yeah, many, many many years sure. ago. Like it it should have gone well, into my calculus.
1: Um, I mean, you know about the whole oil pan. Oh, oil yes, absolutely. So yeah, I know that story that, I think a doubt. that really bumped me up high on yeah. the list of that
0: one. Yeah. Don't forget, it wasn't senior superlative. In eighth grade, I was voted Miss most studious.
2: So. What
0: happened? Not to, not to brag. Well, <laughs> well in the, the one-room schoolhouse, there was I, only oh, one male, right? I already, I, already, I already had it in the bag in eighth grade. I was like, well, there it is, most studious. Why try from here? Kids. you know right. acc- you were homeschooled right? accolades, and <laughs> accolades and honors accolades and honors at such a young age a lot like ralphie <laughs> oh, you know uh, ralphie got into the little orphan annie club he had it made so i got most studious in eighth grade and said well that's <laughs> it i'm in good shape uh i we don't have time for a full uh, full trip report but adele sees adele yeah, she said she really enjoyed it.
2: I wish I I'm sure she could leave a comment. My comments aren't working today that I could put up on the screen. But the
0: Gormleys had a great great trip they, to see Adele. They
2: seemed to very much enjoy it and said that she I think performed for about 2 hours. Just about what you would expect, wow. I would say. Yes. So it was mm-hmm. uh, it was a good trip though.
0: So you're sporting Best Son Award yeah. today.
2: She and she, I, would uh, think so. I don't. I know she was telling me that she wanted to get a T-shirt. I did I forgot to ask about that if she did succeed in getting the T-shirt or not. Uh, a T-shirt of Adele on for her.
0: So you're, you're sporting Best Son and Nephew, right? Yes, because yeah, my yeah, aunt
2: did go. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I was like hey, score! Well done. And I think well she done, had a good time, you know, time
0: Mr. too. Sam, <laughs> she have a picture made with any Vegas showgirls out on the strip?
2: No, but I did get a. What she did Dave? get a. What about that? <laughs> I, <don't, Did> <laughs> I did get a picture of them. I, I Multiple pictures, including one. Mom did find a sign with Adele on it. So she got her picture with Adele, Adele somehow. It
0: still works. It's all right. Yep. Still counts. Got my picture with the picture of Adele. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, pretty close. On TV tonight uh, The Neighborhood. Good show. I wonder how many episodes behind on it we are.
2: No, oh. oh, I see her. She got a hoodie, a t-shirt, and a wine
0: glass. Mercy! So she she was cleaning she up, made out like a bandit. She said she was amazing. Well, I mean, that's the great thing about it is that since, well, I'd say it wasn't an all expenses paid trip, but when your when your tickets are covered, mm-hmm. you can afford to splurge, splurge a little on the uh-huh. souvenirs. <laughs> you know, get a little extra souvenirs yeah, when somebody to... else had covered the cost of the ticket. They had the reason to go because
2: uh, my mom had never really been to Vegas, so she got her reason to go.
0: Yeah, well, that's good. That's
2: that's very good. And I know that they said the venue was really nice, so it was good. You know, smaller. Yeah, it
0: we've wasn't... been in that venue. That's where we uh-huh. saw Celine Dion. That's one Caesar's. Caesar's. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, that the real Caesar stayed there. Uh-huh. If you don't, you remember <laughs> <laughs> learned that, learned that from the movie. <laughs> the real the yeah. real Caesar stayed there. <laughs> the Bachelor is on ABC tonight. On NBC, America's Got Talent, All Stars, and then, of course, as I mentioned, The Neighborhood. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1964, the 24th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, eliminating the poll tax in federal elections, was ratified as South Dakota became the 38th state to endorse it. Congress decided that all national elections would be held on the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. They decided that this date in 1845. What does that mean? It means Election Day can never be on November 1st. Mm-hmm. Bah, 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 bah. That's kind of that interesting as
2: to, to, as to why. Like I, is there a reason? In November? Yeah, why, why? I mean...
0: It's in between the harvest. It was uh, it was beyond the harvest season, and it was November before 1st. the holiday season. They moved it to November one, so that.
2: Well, I'm saying why it can't be November 1st.
0: Oh, um, because... That technically could put it too far to where basically the day before the election is still October or Halloween. And so by forcing it to have to be the first Tuesday after the first Monday, yeah, it, forces it. it means it has to be at least November 2nd or later. So you can't have the day before the election as being, you know, people running around egging people. and That was a funny meme I saw recently, you know, when our kid when we were kids, we had it made. We would throw toilet paper and eggs at our enemies. And (laughs) now it's like throwing gold around. Cheetah Rivera is 90 today. Richard Dean Anderson is 73. Robin Zander is 70. Caroline of Monaco is 66. Anita Baker is 65. Nora O'Donnell is 49. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Well, this says Tiffany Thiessen. When did she drop the amber? I don't know. She's 49 today.
1: Maybe when she hit her 40s.
0: Maybe. That's probably a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like when do people become Rick instead of Ricky? And you know, yeah. people have those names. Bubba's still Bubba, though, right? John, all the time. John Hancock is uh, was born in the state in 1737. Speaking of cursive,
1: I made you use your John Hancock this morning. Yes, you did. Yes.
0: Mine is only slightly prettier than yours. <laughs> that's
1: not safe, much. Nineteen
0: forty four. Bing Crosby down. and the Andrews Sisters is number pistol one with and the mama. pistol pack and mama. Lay that pistol down. Mm-hmm.
2: It's still so weird to hear Bing Crosby sing something that's not Christmas.
0: Yeah, there's no there's no bells in that song. If you see Joe Stafford number one in fifty three with Keep It a Secret. Keep it a secret. I don't think you can play this song on a Monday. It's
2: too slow for a Monday.
0: All right, well, let's just fix that. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah, now this will... 1962. Chubby Checkers, number one. Uh, I'm glad I, these chairs turn. I was going to say it makes it very easy <laughs> it does, to do the right? twist. <laughs> when he wrote that song, he must have been watching Hee Haw because he he even
1: me. I love. I do love this song. Seventy one. Oh, on and if, if Miss were here, me. I would ask her yet again, Have you watched this movie?
0: And the answer would be no. No. no.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What movie is this? Is
1: oh.
2: no. I have no idea.
1: I'll tell you later. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> She
0: would know he knows. But let's, let's go to gone.
1: 1980. Kenny Rogers, number one. Oh, I love son, this song. not to do the things I've done. Walk away from trouble if you
0: can. You like that song, Sam? Mm. It's a song. It's really good. Speaking of Misty. 1989. Death to the Left, number one, with Arma With I wonder if my baby sister still has my cassette tape of uh, Hysteria.
1: I'm going with no. Yeah,
2: I think it's probably
0: We did that. some horse swapping. We did some horse trading on it, and she ended up with some of my cassettes, because I thought, cassettes? i oh, my god, I got CDs. I don't need cassettes. But, has, has Alega experienced a cassette yet? No, no, not yet. Not, well, not that I'm aware of. Savage Garden, truly, madly, deeply number one in 98. fiance irreplaceable in 07, to the left, to the left. And seven years ago today, Adele was number one with hello. Oh. Seven sounds like a lot, doesn't it? I mean like five I would buy, but seven, that's a lot. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Positive thinking must be followed by positive doing. Positive thinking must be followed by positive doing. MB's parole of wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beege, I'm MB, and now you're in the notes.